0: You're listening to a Penguin Podcast, brought to you by the Maine School of Science and Mathematics. This week, I want to talk a little bit about standardized testing. For many of our students, they hop right into the standardized testing world when they take their test to be admitted to MSSM, so it's somewhat familiar to our students, whether it be the SAT, the ACT or oftentimes the PSAT, and then it becomes time to start the standardized testing phase for the college application process. Unfortunately, or fortunately, I I suppose it depends upon your opinion, standardized tests are still a big piece of the college application puzzle. Though there are more and more schools that are becoming more test optional, uh, the testing is still quite a big chunk of the package that the admissions officers are looking at. That being said, many of our students uh, do take the PSAT with us in the junior year. We actually require it, as it is the test that qualifies students for the National Merit Scholarship Program. So, once students receive their PSAT scores, they can get a fairly decent idea of how they would perform on an SAT based on their PSAT scores. The other nice thing about the PSAT score report is that there is a code on there to provide linkage with Khan Academy. The student can then link their PSAT scores with Khan Academy and actually do individualized SAT prep. I've heard great results from many students regarding that. In the junior year, the state of Maine does require students, all 11th grade students, to take the SAT with writing. It is the assessment that the state has been using for the past couple of years, and I predict probably will for the next couple of years. So that happens in April. It isn't always a student's first SAT. Many students test earlier just to get their feet wet and to test out the testing environment and how they might perform. Sometimes a student is perfectly happy with their school day SAT scores and is done testing. That's a great place to be in. For many other students, they're not quite satisfied with their test, and this would be a good time to develop a testing plan. Whether that be to take a stab at the ACT and then compare their ACT scores with their SAT scores, see which one they preferred, and then perhaps take one test or the other, one final time, uh, as their sort of last attempt for the college application process. I really encourage students to try both the SAT and the ACT because I've heard definite preferences between the two among students. Some prefer the SAT, some prefer the ACT. So it's not a bad idea to try both. Granted, most of our students do stick with the SAT, but both the SAT and the ACT are widely accepted by all colleges and universities. As far as registering for standardized tests, students at MSSM are required to register on their own through their College Board account. So for the SAT or SAT subject tests, they just go right into College Board and register online. We are an open test center for every SAT administration except June when the kids have gone home. As far as the ACT, although it's not the College Board, again, you just go onto the ACT website and register for testing right there. We are a test center for the ACT usually for just two dates a year. Unfortunately, they only allow us to be open for two days because the numbers tend to be a little bit lower. When registering for tests, it's important to keep in mind you cannot take both an SAT and an SAT subject test on the same day. That probably is pretty obvious, but I just wanted to state that. You can take up to three subject tests in one sitting. Each subject test is completely multiple choice and it's one hour per test, so there is the ability to take three, which is a lot, but some students do do that. So you can either take the regular SAT or the SAT subject tests. The only month that subject tests are not available is in March because the timing doesn't really make sense with that. Fee waivers are available for any student who qualifies for free or reduced lunch or some other income requirement, I just encourage students to check in with me so that we can assist with any help with fee waivers. Another thing to keep in mind when it comes to standardized testing are what are called the SAT subject test or sometimes called SAT twos. These are tests that test knowledge in, in specific subjects, just as uh, the, t- the name of them implies. So there are subject tests in math, in sciences, in languages, and some schools do require these. And that being said, if a student has not had any subject tests, they really can apply to those schools that require the subject tests. So what I usually recommend to students is just to be on the safe side to take a subject test at a time when the material is super fresh in their mind. So just an example, if a student is in chemistry, which that could happen in the sophomore year, it could happen in the junior year, to take the chemistry subject test in either May or June while the material is fresh. Granted, they may not end up applying to schools that require subject tests, but at least they have them in their back pocket. That way it's not, oh no, it's senior year and I need subject tests think I'll take the chemistry test, and then you sit down to take the exam, and the material is one or two years old, and it's just, it's just not the greatest place to be in. So when material is fresh, is the ideal time for a student to sit for the subject tests. Usually, a school will require two subject tests, if they require them. Some schools are very specific. They'll say, we want a math test, we want a science test. Others are fairly general and will say, we just require two subject tests and then the student can choose the two tests that they feel that they could do best in to take. As far as registering for standardized tests, students at MSSM are required to register on their own through their College Board account. So for the SAT or SAT subject tests, they just go right into College Board and register online. We are an open test center for every SAT administration except June when the kids have gone home. Regarding school, uh, schools that are testing optional, they're a great option for a student who maybe has test anxiety or who um, d- doesn't necessarily test very well. These schools will typically offer you the option to not submit scores and then perhaps submit something else in their place, such as a writing sample. Again, more and more schools are becoming test optional. Also, more and more schools are getting rid of the requirement for the SAT subject tests. But again, to be on the safe side, it's a good idea to have them, like I said, sort of in your back pocket. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. For more information, visit mssm.org.